Inside the Game, brought to you by Raider Media. Welcome to another episode of Inside the Game, brought to you by Raider Media. Now, there's a game that most South Africans are playing right now in the build-up to the 2019 Cricket World Cup. It's called Select Your World Cup Squad for the Proteus. 15 men who will be on that plane to England. Of course, there are the usual suspects, and there's definitely a core core group that... uh, Everyone is including the likes of Faf Duplessis, Quinton de Kock, Kahisa Rabada. But there's one name that uh, divides opinion. Depending on who you ask, he either has to be in or maybe it's a little too late. But he's been tearing up the, the form books uh, over the co- past couple of days. Um, not even weeks. I mean, the, the past performances have been simply sensational. I am talking about none other than Aidan Markram. Uh, I've got him on the line. Aiden, jeez, uh, talk us through this past week. <laughs> Thanks, Derek. Yeah, um, sure. It's, it's gone incredibly well. Um, obviously, the Titans have, have got off to a pretty all right start in the, in the One Day Cup, and having joined them and then getting stuck in there with the guys, it was good to get two wins on the board. And, and personally, it was nice to spend some time out in the middle and, and contribute towards the start success. Okay, let's just talk talk you through uh, what exactly took place over the last couple of days. First up, you're up uh, against the Cape Cobras, the match uh, taking place in Cape Town. It was part of the Momentum One Day Cup. First of March, and uh, you came in batting at five, uh, a position that you're not very accustomed to, and uh, you came in with your side in absolute dire straits, 22 for four they were, and uh, you proceeded to score 169 runs off 129 balls. In that innings, included 15 fours and seven sixes. You put on a, an incredible partnership uh, with Fahan Bahadin. He scored 111, and you got your team over the line, posted 320 for six, and uh, Cape Cobras never even got close. So that was uh, the first time uh, that you went out to bat in the Momentum One Day Cup uh, this season. Then next up, uh, you took on the Warriors. This match was in PE2. Two days later, bumped up the order. You playing? Uh, you opening the batting at uh, position number one alongside Tony Desorzi, a young up and comer, and like you, a former uh, captain of the SA school side or SA under uh, under nineteen side. And uh, you went on to score one hundred and thirty nine runs. So back to back centuries. And I mean, is when I talk about everyone speaking about this World Cup squad. If you're a cricket lover, I'm not overemphasizing it. Everyone is talking about it and. Is this constantly playing in the back of your mind or are you trying to drown everything out? I think, look, Eric, at a stage it was, I think naturally, as, as it was for most guys, you are pretty much in contention. It, it was playing a bit of a, a role in terms of mindset and, and things like that and, and thought processes. But currently at the moment, I've, I've managed to just push it aside um, and try and invest all my time and energy into the Titan side. So I found pretty much since once I've, since I've done that, um, it's gone pretty well and it's put a lot of things it's put me at, at ease which has really helped um, and like you mentioned along the way a lot of other guys are doing well on the Titans the Titans side is slowly but surely finding their feet and finding their form again and it's really exciting to be a part of that side now um, and really putting all my focus into them and, and honestly whatever happens from there um, it's, just, it's just easy with me to be honest 
I chatted to Rassi van der Dissen uh, a couple of weeks ago, given his very good start uh, to international cricket, especially when it comes to ODIs, averaging over 100. And I asked him, being a new face, and given the fact that it is a World Cup year, you, you're still very much, and uh, you haven't quite cemented your, your position in the team. So does it feel like an extended job interview every time you go out to bat? It's not just a case of keeping your position in the team, it's making a case for yourself to go over to England. You say that you're trying to drown it out or you have been able to drown it out, but there have to be extenuating circumstances, family members, friends, just media like me, um, where, where it is being played, played on continuously, the fact that it is a World Cup year. And when you put performances like this together over the, 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 the space of three days, you've got to be a, in contention. Yeah, sure. I mean, it's, it's a very tricky one, to be honest, Eric. Um, like you said, it almost feels like every time you, you walk up in the middle to that, you, you're playing for your spots. And it's just a, it's, I suppose it's because of such a, a healthy franchise system is got going and, and how many good players are coming through the setup of franchise cricket. So, I mean, by no means am I complaining about it because it's, it's a great thing for cricket South Africa themselves and for the Proteus side. Um, but as an individual, like I said, it, it almost feels like you, playing for your spot and you, you really need to prove a point every time and uh, there's times where it, it, it works out and there's times where that pressure almost gets to you and then it makes things a bit harder than what it should be I believe um, but like I said we, we're just trying to take everything in our, in our, in our stride um, at the end of the day the weight of runs is, is what speaks the most and um, that's ideally what we're trying to, trying to achieve as batters um, like you mentioned Rassi and he's a prime example of, of someone who's scoring loads of runs at the moment, franchise cricket and at international cricket. And he's taken like a duck to water and he's, he really deserves his spot in the World Cup side, I believe. He's mature, he knows exactly what his game's all about at the moment and, and you can just sense it when you watch him play. So I think there's a lot of exciting things happening at the moment. Um, as much as there are moments of pressure and, and, and times of, of sort of stress regarding selection and things like that. Um, but I must admit, since, since joining the Titan side and and trying to really just push push those stresses and, and pressures aside, and just investing energy into into an, into an awesome franchise, it seems to be going alright. Um, and, and I'm grateful grateful for that. Is it a strange situation to be in, whereby you're very much part and parcel of the test side, and you're part of the furniture, and and once the tests are done and dusted, you missed out on selection on the ODI team. Uh, is it weird? I asked Simon Harmer this the other day when he was dropped from the test team. Uh, from a personal perspective, is it strange being so solidified inside the camp and then suddenly being outside looking in? <laughs> it is pretty strange, to be honest. Um, but like I mentioned, at the end of the day, we need numbers as, oh, we need good numbers as a better. We need to have loads of runs behind your name to, to justify selection playing for your country. And um, at the moment, for me, in one-day cricket, it's, that's not the case. Um, I, need to, I need to score loads more runs to, to almost make it uh, or to try to get a solid spot in the side. And, and until that happens, it's always going to feel this way, unfortunately. Um, but that's, that's the exciting point is, is that's down to me. It's down to me to, to put big runs on the board, and it's an exciting challenge to face. Well, you couldn't have got a bigger vote of confidence than from Faf Duplessis speaking after the opening ODI victory over Sri Lanka at the Wanderers. And he was actually asked prior and after the match about you. 
And as I keep on saying, you really are top of mind uh, with regards to anyone that's talking about the Cricket World <laughs> Cup in a couple of months' time. And and Faf said you by no means are out of the Proteus plans. And, and he even specified the fact that you that first innings against uh, Cape Cobras, you batted at number five. I made mention of that a little earlier. And he said the fact that variety is such a key part of a limited overs team and being able to open the batting and batters deep down as five, as you proved over the last three days, because in both instances you scored centuries. I mean, that must be a massive tick next to your name. And, I mean, have you been in contact with him or Otis Gibson or, or any other selection panel members, say, um, over the last couple of weeks, uh, especially after your performances over the weekend? Um, look, since the weekend, I've, I started briefly to start more just congratulating him on his under that he scored against Sri Lanka. Um, but not too much regarding selection. Um, I think I know what needs to be done. Um, the selectors have, and, and the coaching staff and, and staff have made it pretty clear. And, and that is, like I mentioned, the weight of runs. And um, that's my, my sole focus at the moment. Um, it, would be, it would be amazing to get into that World Cup side. Um, but like, it's, just, it's such a tough one because there's so many good players floating around and so many good players that are almost got one foot in the door and um, so it's, it's a challenging time um, but it's also quite exciting it's, I'm almost at a stage now where I can play with a bit of a bit more freedom because it's almost like I've got nothing to lose so um, yeah it's exciting I think it's the team the squad itself whoever does go to the World Cup it's, they're going to do really well I've got no doubt about that like I mentioned there's so many good players floating around the system that um, are, are very capable of doing the job and very capable of bringing the trophy on for South Africa and I think that's honestly the most important part for me, that South Africa brings back an ICC closer. That'll be great. You speak about the weight of runs on the domestic circuit right now as we speak. I mean, you're leading the momentum one-day cup run scoring charts. But if you look at back at history, ODIs, by your own admission, you say you didn't quite uh, meet the standard that was expected of both you and set for you by uh, the coaching staff. Um, looking at your stats, 16 ODIs, an average of 25.43, only 150. Um, and, and there's a train of thought because people are, are mentioning it often in that is it a case of do you go on reputation or do you go on current form? I mean, that's been an age-old debate, but the closer we get to England, the more it's going to become high and high in terms of priorities. So, I mean, where would you stand? I, I can imagine at the moment you'd, you'd, you'd really love to be able to say pick on form because right now I'm in form. Yeah, absolutely. Look, but, I mean, in, in two and a half months, it's, it's actually a very long time. It's, it's a, long, a long way away and form can... Form can most definitely change in that in that period of time. So, they, I believe that they should know their 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 group of players that's going to win in the World Cup. Um, if there's one or two uh, people they're unsure about, then and those are the two that they have to look at or three or whatever it might be. Um, but I think to, to base it on form is, I mean, it's ideally you want all your players in form going into the World Cup. Um, but from when we stop playing one day cricket now till the World Cup, there's so much time for form to fluctuate that it's it's a it's a real strange one. Um, but like I said, ideally you'd like all your players in form going into the World Cup, and then obviously that'll just have to be the best chance of winning.
Okay, so while you're trying to crack the ODI squad as we head towards England, you very much are part of the furniture in the test arena. How have you enjoyed uh, your introduction to international cricket? And I say introduction because you played 17 tests, but I mean, you are very young. You're only 24 years old. And it, it seems like only recently when, when you, you came into the test fold and uh, and a, a massive weight of runs and you proceeded to produce a, a massive weight of runs too. Yeah, sure. I mean, that's the, I suppose the, the way you want to go about it, starting your international career. Something like Rusty on a different front, to be honest. Um, you come in and you and you you manage to get off to a good start, and you keep doing you keep doing that for for as long as you can go. Um, and very fortunately, in the in the test side, I've I've been able to do that. Um, it's it's a full it's a format of a game that I I really enjoy. It's my my favourite format. Um, not that I don't enjoy white ball stuff, but the red ball the red ball stuff is is obviously the most challenging format and the most enjoyable one in terms of if you do well, it's, it's really it's really satisfying. And um, so. Yeah, I mean, it's test match cricket is, is like I said, the ultimate, and it's, it's one I really enjoy playing for the country. Um, and obviously, short term focus is obviously on the World Cup, like you mentioned. Um, but by no means are we, are we forgetting about that red ball. It's just very important. I'm speaking to you on the day that Virat Kohli has scored his 40th ODI ton, uh, undoubtedly uh, the best batsman in the world across all formats. And uh, I'll never forget uh, the innings that you played. Against India, uh, first up, I mean, I think the first tweet he sent out was Aidan Markram is a delight to watch. Um, then he had another one saying Aidan Markram, and he, he put a bunch of emojis, I think, in applause. And and then there was one saying something <laughs> along the lines of, "I can't really remember." It's like I've just witnessed the future, or something like that. Aidan Markram is the guy. Sure. Um, yeah, you definitely have a fan in him, um, and yeah, it doesn't get much higher than. Uh, than that, in terms of if if you ever want someone to be able to vouch for your success or say that uh, you're going to do well, he's the guy that you want to say it. Yes, absolutely. Like you mentioned, he's um, by far the best player in the world at the moment, um, and he, he just keeps proving it, doesn't he? Like you mentioned, he's, he's brought up his 40th one day international under today, and that's absolutely mind blowing. Um, so it's nice to get recognised by a guy like that. Um, to be honest, I reckon I'm more of a fan of him than what he is of me. <laughs> um, but yeah, look, it's it's nice. Uh, it's, it's satisfying to hear things like that. Um, but most importantly, as a, as a better, we'd like to be consistent and, and do the right things for long periods of time. And that's sort of the, the focus now to to put performances together, but also to, to back them up and, and to do them for a long period of time, like I mentioned. So... Yeah, I mean, that's where, that's where the mindset's at. Um, it's pretty relaxed, to be honest. And, um, yeah, I mean, I'm totally enjoying it right now. Outside the heat of battle, have you had much dealings with uh, Virat Kohli? Um, I'm actually not, to be fair. Um, uh, we, we had um, met in the change room after the India series, and we, we managed to chat a bit. But, um, yeah, since then, not, not much. And, and that India series was quite a while ago. Um, so yeah, not too much. Um, but obviously, following his his career is obviously a joy to watch, and and in the side is a really good side, and obviously probably favourites for the one of the favourites for the World Cup. Um, but yeah, it's, he's, he's a guy we've not kept in touch to be honest. Um, but yeah, he's, he's still a guy that, that I watch. I watch quite a lot of. 
Okay, and uh, I've got to ask about this recent Sri Lanka series. Uh, no doubt about it. Uh, a massive shock across the cricketing world. Uh, plenty of South Africans disappointed. I mean, you could see it on the faces of the players too. Uh, this came as a big surprise. And a, a couple of questions um, regarding performance uh, across the board from 1 to 11. I mean, were the guys up to standard? And then secondly, the pitches in South Africa, because they are coming in for more and more criticism with each series that goes past. It's as if totals are becoming less and less, and, and it becomes a bowler's game in South Africa almost. I mean, as an opener, I can imagine it must be hell out there. Yeah, um, yeah look, firstly, it's not in Sri Lanka. There's obviously a, a tough one to swallow. Um, we, by no means, are we complacent as a side, and that I can absolutely vouch for. Um, but having said that, I, I still don't think, or I know for a fact, we weren't that out there. Um, you look at our change and you look at the, the star quality that, that is around you and, and to perform the way we performed um, was obviously, it wasn't great. And then to, to lose the series on top of that wasn't great either. So it hurt the guys quite a bit. Um, but you can see they're pretty fired up now to, to sort of get a bit of revenge in the one-day series, which, which hopefully goes well for them. Um, and then, yeah, onto the pitches, it, it, it is getting tough, to be honest. Um I think because we've got such a star quality bowling lineup, we, we're preparing wickets that will suit them so they can blow sides away, which is completely fair. Um, but now us as batters are, on the other hand, having to, to really work hard for our runs. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's a catch for me too, to be fair, because you, you naturally, and most importantly, uh, want the side to win for the country as well. Um, but personally, you, you still need to, to do well to keep your spot on the side. So it's a, it's a tough balance, I think. Um, but yeah, uh, 40 wickets uh, as an opening batter, it's never ideal. Um, but like I mentioned earlier in the, in the interview, is that if you if you manage to do on to, to get a, a score behind your name, it's, it's pretty satisfying, to be honest. Speak about the, the fact that numbers are slowly whittling down in terms of who still has an opportunity to crack that World Cup squad. And then it becomes a whole lot different when you add uh, one more name in the mix because no matter what he said in the past, fans, they're more out of desperation than uh, facts, are determined to see A.B. de Villiers still play for the Proteus. Uh, now, of course, he's a Pretoria boy like yourself, um, went to Uffies just on the road from Pretoria boys like you did, and he's a member of the Titans side. Any communication with him? Um, will Is it a percentage of a chance of us seeing him in England, representing South Africa? Yeah, yeah I haven't, I'll be honest with you, Dave, I haven't spoken much to him, um, about that, uh, we've kept in touch since he's um, gone in his own direction, um, but we haven't chatted once about possibilities of a World Cup or anything like that for him. Um, I, I, to be honest with you, can't see it happening. Um, it's it's something it's, it's difficult to comment on as well, because obviously you'd, you'd absolutely love him there as a player because of how good he is. Um, so yeah, it's, it's something we haven't chatted about, to be honest. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, the fans, like you say, are desperate to see him back in action and 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 representing the proteas again. But I've got I've got no inside news for you there. <laughs> Sorry. No worries. Uh, finally, we spoke about your versatility, being able to open and bat at five. We know your preference when it comes to the test match arena, but in ODIs, and I know it's cliche, you're going to probably say wherever the coach wants me to bat, but if you could tell Otis Gibson right now, select me, but I want to bat in this position, where would you say? Look, I think for the time being, um, uh, most of my white ball career is done at the top of the order. Um, 
in my short career so far. So that's probably where I'm most comfortable at the moment. Um, so if I if I had the, the privilege of sticking, I'd, I'd pick top order most definitely. Um, but I'd still like to grow the options of batting four and five. I think it it can only do you well as a player, and and like you say, versatility is quite key because it, it could help balance the side out. It's just the end of the day is most important. And um, if I had to choose at this very moment in time, I'd, I'd have to say top of the order. Still sticking with that World Cup squad, a couple of names that people are bringing in from left field, and and you got a chance to play with them over the last couple of days, and very well so, as I spoke about. Van Bardin, no stranger to the Proteus setup, and Tony DeZorzi, who who got that 99, and I spoke about the fact earlier where, um, I mean, I think he took over from you, if I'm not mistaken, captaining that under-19 squad. Uh, it was either a year or two years after the fact, after you led South Africa to victory in the UAE. Um, so, so two players very much in different stages of their career, but a lot of people saying, you know, if we went to someone who could be an absolute shock in the squad, these are two guys that you could potentially look at. Absolutely. Um, look, I think Fadi's done it for... For many a year now, I trained to his level, um, and he's done it a, a good few times for the Proteus as well. So, so he's got really nothing more to prove. Um, hopefully, he can just get a gap. Um, but a guy like Tony Dezorzi is star quality. Um, also, a, a player that's able to pretty much bat in the top four, anywhere in the top four, which is which is an, an, an exciting uh, prospect for South Africa. So. Um, yeah, it's exciting. Like, it's good to see Tony being really well. It's good to see Fadi being really well. Um, and my bias is going to come in here. But it's, good to, it's good for the for the Proteus sake in the future, but it's also good for the Titans sake right now. <laughs> Aiden Markram, thanks so much for chatting. I, I know it's uh, been a tough, uh, tough couple of weeks, uh, given the speculation, given the talking, and, and as you said, being dropped out of the ODI squad. Uh, but yeah, I think you're responding to the axing brilliantly. I mean, as only one can if they're wanting to get back in, especially given the fact that we do have that World Cup looming uh, over our heads uh, in a couple of months' time. Absolutely, Sam. Thanks, Derek. Thanks so much, Aiden. Listen, uh, we'll chat soon. Right. And uh, yeah, best of luck for the future. And uh, yeah, I-, I won't lie, I'll be holding thumbs that you are on that plane to England and uh, as a player. Thank you, Derek. Sam. Appreciate it. Thanks a lot. Cheers, man. Bye. Thank you. Bye.